Okay, <clears throat> this is Orion Rising News. I am your host, Leonard O'Neill. Now, the question keeps coming up about hydroxychloroquine. <clears throat> and <clears throat> and you keep having all of these people saying that hydroxychloroquine is, in fact, not a cure for coronavirus, even though people all across the world have proven that. Why? What would be the benefit, Leo, for people to do for to say that about hydroxychloroquine, why why would there be, why would people call it a conspiracy theory, to think that someone would say that about hydroxychloroquine to stop people from using hydroxychloroquine? Well, I have that answer. You know how there's always never that people always say there's no I say. Maybe you guys don't. There's no money in a cure. Because if you have a cure, you get the shot. It's over. You don't need it again. You're cured. Hydroxychloroquine, if in fact given to people with zinc in urethromycin, or how do you say that word? If that does actually work like they say, let's say that it does. <coughs> if it does what they say that it does. That means that the cost of that is five cents a pill. You only need two pills a day, and you only need to take it for 15 days. Okay, so I'm getting out my calculator, right? Ten cents a day times 15 is $150. Even if they charge your your uh, medical $100 for it your copay is not going to still not going to be $150 if they charge $150 say they charge $500 to your medical you're only going to be paying t- probably $10 okay. so, <coughs> let's $10 okay so let's say everyone pays a, a whopping $20 for enough hydroxychloroquine to make sure that they don't have coronavirus 15 days you you'll be you know you'll be cured of it, okay? So say we have 380 million people in this country. I think it's more than that's three, like 386 million or something, okay? Times that, say we let's go up to 200 dollars that they charge your medical for, plus the 10 dollars for each one of you. So we times that by. 210 times 380 million people, right? 210, wait a minute, messing up there. 210 comes out to, there's 369, $76,380,000,000 for the United States. Okay, so what if we timed that by 8 trillion, the entire population of the planet? Oh, I did the 201, not 210 on that. That was wrong. Okay, so 210 times 386 million. One, two, three, four, five, six. Now I still screwed up. My bad, guys. 380. Right? Yeah. 380, one, two, three, four, five, six. Is 
seventy-nine trillion eight hundred million dollars. Seventy-nine billion eight hundred million dollars. Said that wrong the first time. All right, so now let's say that that cost, even though it'll be less in other countries because they'll be using their currency or maybe a little bit more, let's just stay with the with the American dollar standard. And let's do $210 times $8 trillion, right? Well, that's $8 million, $80 million, $800 million, $8 trillion. Okay. This calculator won't calculate that. I have to do it on my computer. Hold on, please. Let me bring up the calculator on my computer because my handheld calculator on my phone says, Nay, sir. I will not do that number. It is too high. $210 times $8 trillion. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. That's $80 million, $80 million, $800 million, $8 trillion. Equals 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, right? 3, 6, 9, 12. 1 trillion 680 billion dollars. Okay, that's if they, you use that hydroxychloroquine on the entire planet, they'd stand a profit. One trillion six hundred and eighty billion dollars. That's a lot of money, right? That is a, an incredible amount of money. Okay, now let me explain to you why that's not an incredible amount of money. And I'm going to leave my calculator up because I'm going to have to be using that again. Because uh, announced yesterday, okay, let me find it here. Announced yesterday, that's not it. Did I close that window? I didn't think I did that. I think I did. Okay, I'll have to reopen that. Somehow I closed that window and I didn't realize that I closed that window. So let me reopen that program right quick. I have my program to convert words so I don't have to read it, right? Convert to text. Now that I didn't save it, it might not be there. I'll have to cut that in. No, it is. Okay. Still here, luckily for me. So, as of yesterday, let me let me just play this. This is the announcement. Okay. Let me play this for you, and the computer will, you'll hear the computer. Okay. And then we'll do the math. This is why I'm bringing this up. The U.S. government has awarded Novavax $1.6 billion to cover testing, commercialization, and manufacturing of a potential coronavirus vaccine in the United States. Now, Novavax, its parent company is Johnson & Johnson. Who owns Johnson & Johnson but the cabal? Hmm. With the aim of delivering 100 million doses by January 2021. Okay, so let's listen to that math. The United States government has awarded Novavax $1.6 billion for 100 million doses. 1.6 billion for every 100 million doses. Let's go back to the calculator. Okay. So, <clears throat> let's say we have 8 trillion people on the planet again, guys. Okay. How many times does 100 million go into 8 trillion? 80,000 times. So, 1 Point six billion with a B one point six billion wait a minute I did one one number too much didn't I 
one billion six hundred million one billion six hundred million yes one point six billion one hundred one billion six hundred million dollars for one hundred thousand so we times that by eighty thousand that number comes out to one hundred and twenty eight trillion dollars not one trillion six hundred million okay one hundred and twenty eight trillion dollars why is that a large number the gross domestic product of the United States of America the most prosperous nation on the face of the earth we we just make two and a half trillion dollars per year so if Johnson & Johnson gets the vaccine and sells it to everyone on the face of the planet and they make it mandatory that everybody has to have a shot, they stand to gain more money than there is on the face of the earth. Countries are going to have to hawk themselves to the pharmaceutical companies for the supposed vaccine for a cold. Now remember, as of last month, I don't know what the current is, but as of last month, now that's a large number. Now that would tell you why hydroxychloroquine, they want to downplay it. Whoever gets the contract and the money to sell it to just America stands to make a trillion dollars or more. That's the gross domestic product of the entire United States. Half, half of the entire wealth of the United States, the profit that is turned in one year will go to them just, just for, to, to, to vaccinate the United States. Where's all that money going to come from that we're paying them? That money's being paid to them. Now, there's a lot of other money going out right now. I'm going to let you play, I'm going to play that out for you. There's a ton of other companies that we've paid hundreds of millions of dollars to to get a vaccine. All of that money combined could have bought hydroxychloroquine easily, just with the $1.6 billion. We could have bought hydroxychloroquine for the entire nation and vaccinated everyone. But the cabal says, nay, why? They're the pharmaceutical companies. They own them. And what else do they own? All the news agencies. And what else do they own? John Hopkins University. We went over that in my other show. The place where all of this testing is being done that they keep quoting all the numbers from is the Mike Bloomberg wing. Stocked with Mike Bloomberg's doctors from his other hospitals that he put into place. The CDC is Anthony Fauci. He has one of these companies trying to get a vaccine. If he gets the vaccine, he has two of them. If he gets one, say they put out more than one because they're all trying to get it out there so that everybody, it doesn't matter, they're all going to get the same amount of money. Do you understand? The government's paying across the board the, the prevailing wage. Let me let this play here, and you'll see some other people are getting paid. Shares of Novavax surged more than 35% in the pre-market on the news. Oh, yeah, and I'm sorry, Johnson & Johnson reported to the world that they got the contract before the federal government gave the official um, briefing to tell the world. So their stock soared 35% prior to the actual admission of that. 
how much money do you think they just gained just by announcing that early and undercutting the United States? Why would they do that? Cabal, deep state, let's let this play. The award is the biggest yet from Operation Warp Speed, the White House program aimed at accelerating access to vaccines and treatments to fight the coronavirus that causes COVID-19. What this Warp Speed Award does is it pays for production of 100 million doses, which would be delivered starting in the fourth quarter of this year, and may be completed by January or February of next year, Novavax Chief Executive Stanley Ert told Reuters. It will also cover the cost of running a large Phase 3 trial the final stage of human testing which could begin as early as October. The announcement follows a $456 million investment in Johnson & Johnson's vaccine candidate in March. So they've already given them $456 million. A $486 million award to Moderna in April. So another $486 million to Moderna in April. And up to $1.2 billion in support in May for AstraZeneca's vaccine being developed with Oxford University. And a $1.2 billion to AstraZeneca. AstraZeneca, sorry. I said it as bad as he did. AstraZeneca. Okay, so there's another right there, 486, 556 million makes a billion plus a billion two. Plus the, the other award to Johnson & Johnson of 486 million. Okay, so let's keep going. The U.S. government also awarded Emergent Biosolutions $628 million. I'm sorry, what? Okay, Emergent Biosolutions got $628 million. So we're up to over $2 billion, almost $3 billion paid out already. We're not done. Dollars to expand domestic manufacturing capacity for a potential coronavirus vaccine and drugs to treat COVID-19. A safe and effective vaccine is seen as critical to ending a pandemic that has claimed over half a million lives globally, about a quarter of them in the United States. The Gaithersburg, Maryland-based company is somewhat of a dark horse in the race for a coronavirus vaccine. The company was not on the list of vaccine finalists for warp speed reported by the New York Times that included Moderna, AstraZeneca, Pfizer, J&J, and Merck. In May, Novavax got an additional $388 million in funding for COVID-19 vaccine development from so in May, they got an additional $388 million to Johnson & Johnson. We're not done. So now we're, we're, we're pushing, we're pushing to $300 million, $300 billion. $3.8 billion, sorry. From the Coalition for Epidemic Preparedness Innovations, CEPI, after a $4 million investment in March, in June, the U.S. Department of Defense awarded the company $60 million to support manufacturing of 10 million doses of its vaccine in 2020. So there's $6.4 million, or no, I'm sorry, $64 million to this company. No, that was still Johnson & Johnson, still Novavax. So $388 million plus another $64 million to Johnson & Johnson. Who owns that? Johnson & Johnson is the cabal. They're owned, they're one of the families. Okay, what does that say? Okay, let's continue. A big scale up. The company is in the process of transferring its vaccine technology to an unnamed contract manufacturer that has two large manufacturing facilities, the CEO said. 
that is in addition to the work being done by Emergent Biosolutions, which is making doses to supply the company's smaller early and mid-stage clinical trials. The Novavax vaccine works in conjunction with an adjuvant a substance that boosts the immune response to help the body build a robust defense against the virus. Kind of like what hydroxychloroquine does. Someone asked me the question, what if they're just going to resynthesize hydroxychloroquine under a different name, and basically it does the same thing, and they're going to charge everybody $500 a shot to your, your uh, medical, and then you pay a copay of whatever, 50 60 bucks. Well, who's to say they're not doing that? Because that's what hydroxychloroquine does. It boosts your immune system. So now here it is that their 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 vaccine in conjunction with an adjuvant adjuvant a substance that boosts the immune system. Let's look at hydroxychloroquine and see what that's made out of to see if it's the same, shall we? Okay, so let's take a look at hydroxychloroquine and what it's made of to see if it has any of the same properties. Okay, <clears throat> so I'm going to read this time, right? Okay, so where are we here? So mechanism of action for hydroxychloroquine increases the isosomal pH in antigen-presenting cell. What's that, Leo, you ask? Let's take a look at what that is. The antigen-presenting cell, APC, or accessory cell, is a cell that displays antigen complex with a major histocompatibility complex. The major histocompatibility complex is a large a large locus on veritable DNA containing a set of closely linked polymorphic genes that code for cell surface proteins essential for the adaptive immune system. This locus got its name because it was discovered in a study. Okay, so on their surface, this process is known as antigen presentation. It is a vital immune process. Antigen presentation is a vital immune process that is essential for T-cell immune response triggering because T-cell re recognize only fragment an frag fragmented antigen displayed on cell surfaces. Antigen processing must occur before the antigen fragment non-bound to the major histocompatibility complex. Okay, so the, the T-cell may recognize these complexes as a T-cell receptor. T-cell receptor is a protein complex found in the surface of T-cells. This is a, a response for recognizing fragments of antigens. Okay, so what this thing does, okay, what is an antigen, right? An antigen is an immunology in antigen AG, for short, a molecule or molecular structure such, such as may be present at the outside 
of a pathogen that can be bound to an anti-antigen specific antibody, A, B, or B cell, attaining. So basically, this is exactly what what I just read to you, or what the computer just read, that it stimulates your your immune system to work better. Adaptive immune, immune response. The adaptive immune response also refers to the acquired immune system. It is a subsystem sub of the immune system that is composed of specialized synthetic cells. No, I'm sorry, synth synth synthetic systemic, sorry, systemic cells. My bad. I, am, I do adjust my glasses there. Uh, and <coughs> processes that and processes that eliminate pathogens by preventing their growth. Okay, the acquired immune system is one of two of the main immune systems. Okay, so <coughs> so hydroxychloroquine stimulates your major immune system to then make it more difficult for any pathogen in the body, the virus, to then propagate and spread. It also stimulates your immune system in a, in a way that zinc works, okay, and that slows the process. So basically, what they have just created, what you heard them talking about, for that, that virus, Novavax vaccine works on, in conjunction with an a, a, a juvient, a substance that boosts the immune system response to help the body build up robust defenses against the virus, is exactly what hydroxychloroquine does. I just read you the literal technical function of hydroxychloroquine, and that's exactly what that says. So to answer the question that people were ask, asking me, do you think, I almost said that in Ebonics, to answer the question that people asked me, do you think that they're just kind of creating a um, hydroxychloroquine? There's your proof. I just read to you the chemical reaction of hydroxychloroquine. You can look it up. And they're saying right here what their chemical reaction is to boost the immune system so that the body has a robust defense against the virus. That's exactly what, what is one of the effects of hydroxychloroquine and zinc. So they're just synthesizing another way with chemicals to do the exact same job. Now, you can do that exact same job on your own. I'm not a doctor, so don't quote me. Right. And don't don't have Google. Don't you guys throw me off the air and mute me because I say this. I'm not a doctor, but you can boost your own immune system by doing a lot less things. I'm not going to tell you how, because then Google and Facebook will say that I'm uh, passing off uh, uh, fake knowledge. So far, I haven't read to you anything that is my opinion. These are that announcement was an announcement, I think, in The Wall Street Journal or The New York Times. That I was that the, the computer is reading to you. What I'm reading from you is off the internet on Wikipedia. Now you can go, oh, Wikipedia could have already been changed. That could be all bullshit. Well, okay, you have a choice here to make. Decide what you want to believe. So, right now there is a drug that has been approved by the FDA 
to help people who have lupus, and that means that lupus, your immune system, doesn't work properly. Okay, your immune system is is usually in overdrive and trying to kill you. But this changes a portion of the immune system to help you fight off whatever you have in there. And as a matter of fact, what I was reading before I was reading that, maybe I could find it again, when I went to one of the other places that the um, the uh, histo histocompatibility complex, it was either that or the antigen presentation when I went to those sites. Um, one of them said that it also uh, fought off cancer. Okay. Adaptive immune response, it might have been there. However, there's a lot more I could keep reading. Oh, here it is. Some cancer therapies involved. The, okay. So some cancer, cancer is a, is a good, you know, it's a group of diseases involved in abnormal cell growth, which is a potential to invade or spread. That's what cancer is. Now, this drug, hydroxychloroquine, also stops that from happening. And it also helps people like me who are type 2 diabetic. I'm insulin resistant. My body doesn't recognize my own insulin to use it. And that thing creates, uh, I read that too, that it actually has your body uh, become more sensitive to uh, insulin and increases your body's creation of insulin, which isn't good for you, I don't think, if you're type 2 because eventually your body uses up all the insulin and then you become type 1 diabetic. However... If it if it actually gets your body to to uh, to, to you know uh, recognize your own insulin, it's the same thing as when I'm taking when when I'm taking um, metformin. So metformin's doing the same thing. I bet if I looked up the chemical composition, I don't know if this is too technical for your guys's uh, uh, brain. Some of you might be going, "What the hell are you saying with all these technical words?" I apologize. You have to remember that I have an IQ of higher than Einstein, and um, you know these are you know some of these are college words. I just choose not to speak like that all the time. But according to what I just read to you, it does the same thing that, and I knew that's what it was. That's why I said, let's take a look at that, okay? Because I knew that's, that's what it was. You know, if you look at Dallas Buyers Club, the movie that happened in real life, and the, there was a guy in Mexico who gave, taught the, the guy who I name I can't remember right now who, who was, the movie was about, that if you boost your immune system, which is what they're doing now, by the way, to everyone who has AIDS, they boost your immune system and keep the immune system boosted because what AIDS does is it breaks down. That's what it's called. Okay? So it's it's an immune deficiency syndrome. Acute immune deficiency syndrome. Okay? So what is happening is the virus gets in your body and it wears down your immune system and you get a cold and die because your body can't can't work. The immune system is overloaded and doesn't work. That's how AIDS kills you. So if you take enough vitamins that boost your immune system, you don't have to have drugs that, you know, but see that unfortunately in the United States, the Food and Drug Administration, who are the ones who approve everything, have been bought off by the cabal to, to, to say that nothing that is natural that you can get or I can get in the world is a medicine. A medicine has to be something that was synthetically synthesized by a food and for, by a pharmaceutical company. You can look that up. I didn't lie. I, when I go back in my archives and see where I uh, talked about that, and I read that actual from the uh, uh, the uh, uh, FDA, has to be a synthesized by a pharmaceutical company to be considered a drug, otherwise or or, or a cure. Okay, so you can't take and boost your own immune system, but I know that you can, and I do that, and I'm not going to tell you what because I know in these days, 
the algorithm that's out there, the big brother algorithm will delete this video because if I tell you the different things, but if you contact me personally, I'll give you the vitamins that you need to take. I was just talking to a, a girl who's uh, who I used to work with. I still I still kind of do because she still follows my show and, and interacts and talks and stuff. But um, I used to work with her when I was hosting uh, Watchers Talk with Omar. And Omar still works with her. And her and I were just discussing this yesterday or the day before, in the last two days. We were discussing <coughs> the different things to uh, to to fight this this. Uh, you know, they, they keep calling it a disease, and it's not. They're trying to gaslight you, this virus, the coronavirus. Okay, so boosting your immune system, and there are several ways to do that. And Joe Rogan, on his Joe Rogan experience, also discussed this in length, and he also is taking the same vitamins that I'm taking. Okay, and he talked to a couple of different doctors, you know, um, and I watched his shows, and he said the same thing, and he's taking the same shit I'm taking. Okay, anti-aging stuff. Um, he's taking the same shit that I'm taking. At least I think he is, because I'm taking metformin, and I don't know if Joe got on it, but he was told by um, Doctor St. Clair, who was the guy who invented it. <laughs> or no, no, he didn't invent it. He invented um, absorbital. Uh, he invented that, but he also takes the metformin. So I'm taking metformin. Okay, and that's a lot of anti-aging properties in those. Okay, but the, I'll tell you that part because that's uh, not a lie. Um, that doctor said it. I'm just quoting him from Joe Rogan's show. So YouTube, you can't de delete me for that, and Facebook, you can't delete me for that. Okay, so let's go back and take a look at the rest of the data from this announcement. Currently, Novavax makes its adjuvant in Sweden. The company is building up U.S. manufacturing capacity for its adjuvant so that we can make upwards of a billion doses of adjuvant in the United States, he said. Novavax did not start human safety trials until late May. One reason for the delay is that the vaccine is grown in insect cells, a process that can take 30 days before company scientists can start purifying it and making it in bulk. You lose a month or so there, but I don't think we're behind because our data, he said referring to animal data showing a strong immune response and high levels of virus-killing antibodies. Erk said Novavax expects results of its Phase I safety trial within the next week or so. The company aims to start mid-stage trials in August or September, with Phase III testing starting in October, he added. By early next year, the company expects to be able to make 50 million doses a month in the United States. It's a big scale-up in a few different manufacturing sites in the United States, Erk said. What it leaves us with is the capacity of making many more doses in the U.S. in 2021. Novavax also has a manufacturing plant in the Czech Republic. I don't know what's going on there. <coughs> All of a sudden, the computer got a got a, a hoarse voice. That's funny. Public and hopes to have two other plants in Europe and one in Asia, Erk said. The company is also working with the manufacturer in India. The aim there is to make more than 100 million doses a month, he said. Yeah, I don't know what happened on that uh, last paragraph there, but the computer <laughs> computer was dying on us, right? Okay, so you see it here now being made all around the world from a bunch of different companies who are all collecting money from the United States government because they want to get these out there, and they're doing these fast-track testings. Now, what does that mean, right? What does that mean? Well, I mean, I, I'm saying that because you know that they're going to be testing this stuff and they don't know what the long-term effects are going to be or if there's going to be any kind of craziness 
going on, uh, to, you know, giving us third eyes or something in 10 years. I mean, that's that's the, the you know, that's okay. That could be a, a concern. It could be a serious concern. But even if even if it's not, who's making the money? The fucking pharmaceutical companies, big pharma, and they stand to gain. I just looked up, by the way, when I was um, looking when I and I forgot to mention to you, hydroxychloroquine is actually four dollars and sixty five cents per month per person right now. So I was wrong in the price. They're not going to gain dick. Five dollars per month for each person. Five dollars for each American. So do we want to do the math on that? Right. Let's let's do the math on that. Five dollars, right? Times three hundred. We'll just say three hundred eighty-four million. Right? One, two, three, four, five, six. Three hundred eighty-four million people times five. That's still only one trillion nine hundred ninety-two million. Not one hundred twenty-eight trillion dollars. Or or that was forever not the world just now. So it would still be one hundred ninety-two. No, that's not right. I'll have to do the math. I did times five, but not times five dollars. So I did doses times five, not doses times five U.S. dollars. My bad. So it's still one trillion nine hundred and twenty million dollars, but it's not one hundred twenty-eight trillion. Do you understand? See the difference? Lots and lots of money. Gross domestic product of the United States is two and a half trillion dollars. These people stand to gain one hundred and twenty-eight trillion dollars at the current going rate that they're being paid per one hundred thousand doses by the United States government. Now the United States government is not going to pay for all of that. And are they getting a kickback from the from the uh, pharmaceutical companies? I'll bet there's a deal. And if they're not, they're really fucking stupid. Either way, the, these pharmaceutical companies, whoever comes up with one that works, they're going to be able to sell it around the world. That's why they're all still working on it. That's why Anthony Fauci has a reason to say hydroxychloroquine, $4.65 per month, doesn't work. He has two vaccines he's fast-tracking to get paid $128 trillion if he saves the world with it. Even if he only gets a third of that, that's still in the double-digit trillions of dollars. $20 trillion, $40 trillion. We make, we profit. The entire United States profits $2.5 trillion a year, the U.S. government. Gross domestic product. Think about that. Do you understand the weight of those numbers? People are throwing around so many big numbers these days because of the Green New Deal. They're going 45 trillion, 50 trillion, 60 trillion, 45, 30 trillion, 40 trillion, 40 trillion. They might as well be saying more money than the world has, no more money than the planet has, because it's more money than the planet has. We have more money in the United States than anywhere else in the entire world. Okay? So it's kind of like Dr. Evil back in the day in the, in the movie when he said $1 million. And they laughed in 1967 and said there's not a million dollars on the whole planet. Then he came forward in time to the future, which was in the 90s, and he said $1 million. And they laughed at him because a million dollars was like a nickel comparatively. 
So then he went one hundred million dollars, and they went, oh, got their got their attention. Okay, do you understand? And that was a comedy. Do you understand the weight of these numbers? That's just like that. You know, that's like a um, the 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 hundred billion trillion gazillion times they've said negative evil shit about the president. Racist, racist, racist. I've heard that word so much it sounds silly when people say it. Do you know you say the same word over a hundred times? Pretty soon it doesn't mean anything, and you realize that it doesn't sound like it means anything anymore. That's what's gone on with all the stuff that they call the president. That's why he doesn't give a shit anymore. Because they've called him everything they could imagine. Everything you could imagine, no matter how hideous it is, someone has said on the news about the president. Over and over, hundreds and thousands of times. So when, they've, when they're talking about the Green New Deal for the last 400 billion years, all the, these numbers that keep coming out, how are we going to pay for that? It's only 50 trillion. It's only 50 trillion. How much money, you know, hundreds of billions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars, billions of dollars have already been forked out. That's why the everybody, everyone except for Donald Trump is saying, well, just shut up with the fucking hydroxychloroquine shit. It's a lie. It's fake. It's a conspiracy theory because they've already approved money. And why is that? Because they're fucking getting paid, people. Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, the whole fucking lot are getting money from these companies by way of what? That's right, lobbyists. You don't think you think for one second that Johnson and Johnson didn't contribute money to everybody's fucking campaign? Right? Think about that now. Look them up and see who they've contributed money to. It's just like I showed you that video about Black Lives Matter and where their money comes from. It comes from the cabal and goes back to the cabal. They all launder money through each other so they don't have to pay taxes on it. They donate it as a gift, as a donation, and they only pay 10%. If they keep it, they pay 25 to 50% depending on where their company is based. So it's cheaper to have. That's why you, that's how you, and then when you have expenditures and you have offices all over the United States, now you have so many write-offs that, that the government gives you it all back. Every cent you pay. That's why Donald Trump doesn't have to pay taxes when they said, yeah, I bet he hasn't paid taxes. And he, no, he said that during the debates. No, I don't. I don't pay taxes because I use the loopholes that Hillary Clinton and her, and her friends, when, when in office, put together. When Barack Obama was there and Hillary Clinton was there with Bill to let the rich have write-offs. But they, but they got rid of and lowered the amount of write-offs that poor people could have. Anybody's ever filed your own taxes, you know this. You used to be able to write off everything that you bought for work, clothing, your car driving back and forth, tires, oil, gas, right? You can't write that shit off anymore. You have to have a certain amount or, be, or belong to a company that, or belong to somebody that's a, you're in a union. And then you can write that shit off because the union has decided that they're not going to let the people tell you you can't do that. Okay? So, try, you know, try and figure that out at companies. Unless they, unless they want to make you wear a uniform, they have to make you, uh, the, you know, the uniform. That's why they give you smocks now. They don't care what you wear. They give you those smocks that go over your head, and it says the name of the company on it, and everybody has to wear those or a vest of some kind, like in Target and Walmart, or Walmart anyway, right? And then you wear your normal clothes, but you can't write any of that shit off anymore, okay? So who gets the money? Same question. Look at why is it that the big box corporations are all open and working and it's okay to go there, and it's okay to mingle there in mass. 
but we can't go to a sporting event where we're enjoying ourselves. We can't go to church to worship, but you can go and stand in line at a Walmart for the same amount of time that it takes you or walk around Walmart or any grocery store, right, or get gasoline or buy alcohol. You can do all these things, but you can't do anything productive. If you're a small company, you don't get to go to work. You've got to close your doors if you privately own your business, unless that business is a corporation that's, that makes $100 million a year, then you get to stay open. Why is that? Why is Google still open? Well, they're essential. Essential to what? Essential to the rich people making fucking money is what they're essential to. Think about it. And this whole thing's bullshit. They're padding the numbers. We're proving that. I just showed you a video last week on Closer Encounters. I'm going to put it on here. Okay, so this is the video that I got from the news the night before. Local Channel 10 News here. All right, so check this out. One can be hit hard by this virus, and thankfully he's out of the hospital, but still needs an oxygen tank when he exercises and sleeps. Now, there's a lot of misinformation surrounding the coronavirus, so tonight we're verifying. Do hospitals get paid more money by labeling deaths as coronavirus-related? This is one of the questions you're asking us to dig into. ABC 10's Van 2 has more. been a claim that's been passed on through word of mouth and social media, prompting some ABC 10 viewers to reach out. One asking, quote, people are saying that the report of deaths due to COVID-19 are false. People are saying that hospitals are getting funded if they say a death is virus-related. Any truth to this? Well, this has to be broken down into parts, but first our source, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, or HHS which oversees the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. Under the federal coronavirus aid relief bill known as the CARES Act, hospitals get an extra 20% in Medicare reimbursements on top of traditional rates due to the public health emergency. That's for COVID-related admissions, which, yes, can include deaths. The payout amounts vary. A Medicare spokesperson said Medicare adjusts hospital payments based on geographic variation in local costs. And earlier this month, the HHS also announced a second round of federal relief for hospitals in high-impact areas, totaling $10 billion. Of that second round money, HHS said 63 California hospitals received $50,000 for each eligible coronavirus patient they admitted between January 1st and June 10th. That's a combined total of more than $607 million. So yes, ABC10 can verify that hospitals do get reimbursed for coronavirus-related care, which unfortunately includes deaths. Now, to the second part, does this mean the number of coronavirus deaths are false or inflated? A Medicare spokesperson said it's unlikely. Claims with inaccurate diagnoses, or DRG, would be subject to and or other potential civil or criminal charges for false claims. So far, it's unverified that hospitals are falsifying records for financial gain. And if you have something you would like us to verify, just text us. Do you see? Proof. Proof of what we are saying. Those people just had them tell them, yes, we pay 
that amount of money per person listed as COVID-19, whether they die or don't. Okay? So you can list them as COVID-19 and they don't have it and say they recovered. You still get paid. Okay? Are they inflating the numbers? Well, let me show you that part from the girl over in New York who is showing you undercover that people are tagged and named that they have COVID-19 and don't. And then she shows where they've been tested and they don't have it. And then talks to another nurse about why is it that they move these patients and they put all of the COVID-19, one COVID-19 patient in with a room with three people who don't have it. If that's not, if that's not trying to get them contagious with the disease, I don't know what is. Now I'm saying disease with the virus. I don't know what is. Take a look at this. Results, as you can see, five one twenty twenty at uh, seventeen sixteen not detected. They test for a second time, five four twenty twenty um, at seventeen fifty nine not detected. So both of those are negative. Scroll up to the top. This is my patient. They are on a vent and they are being called COVID-19 confirmed. Droplet in contact and eye protection. So this person is droplet and I COVID confirmed. Positive A, click, not detected. No resulting lab available. Oh, pretty good. While Erin was using her hidden camera to document another chart showing a patient with negative test results who nonetheless was labeled COVID confirmed, another travel nurse entered the room. They began to discuss what Erin was seeing. That says bioreference? That's that here. done here. So not detected here, but so it's presumptive. Now, they're all... They are detected. They're saying it's positive. Not detected. But it's not what detected. Does say? What does that mean? So you I said that they were vented immediately upon being brought in. Is that? Yeah. So the thing is, is they're coming in with difficulty breathing. And a lot of these patients are really coming in with anxiety because everybody is, they're scared. And when I was back home, um, I was working in the ED out in the tents and most people that were coming through were coming through with like symptoms of just you know anxiety or you know they're worried and they're breathing fast and then they get all nervous they so this is how the people are like coming in now i'm not saying that some of them you know don't have covid like there are there is there are people that come in and they really do need help not to the extent of event but they need help but these other people like this person who wasn't covid multiple times you know, and a lot of them are on either Medi Medicaid or Medicare. They're poor. Um, they're from, you know, a lower class. We're at a public hospital. They need the funding. So take them. They take them. Um, and they tell them pretty much that if they don't get on a vent, then they're probably not going to survive. But the reality is, if they get on that vent, the likelihood of them walking out the hospital is slim to none. And can I ask you, what, like, PEEP are they on? And is that being mandated or specified what the pressure is on the vent? Here's the thing with this. So you don't have actual doctors that know critical care, ICU doctors on these floors. There's a dentist, and there are residents with these 
So residents are essentially students um, and they have no idea what they're doing. Like I had to police, actually today I had to police a resident because he wrote an order for me to run um, Versed, which is a medicine that you have to be very careful with because it can kill someone at like quadruple the speed of what you should be running it at the dose. And had I not known that, then I would have easily killed the patient. And it would have been okay under their COVID standards. So everything is kind of a wash. Nobody's held accountable for anything. And these people that are at events are essentially being like, they're, these residents are like practicing their skills on them. So they're practicing central lines. They're practicing like invasive procedures that are really unnecessary. What is the percentage of black, Latino, white? What, what, what's the racial composition? Hispanic and black for the majority. And what's the age and range? Asian. And Asian. And what's the age range? 20 year olds all the way up to 70, 80 year olds. Very, very few, I should say very few 80 year olds. But the majority of people I would say are in their 40s or 50s. Wow, and what percentage of the people that are in there do you, would you say actually have tested positive for COVID? Um, half, probably half. But everyone is being treated as though? The entire hospital is COVID. So half the hospital is not COVID, but they're on COVID floors. So let me just ask you about nosocomial infection. So you're saying they're putting non-COVID or COVID rule out with definite COVID patients. Yes. So I was only wondering, cause like I was looking at like all the patient rooms and like this patient is in with like a non-COVID. I don't, I don't understand why they're doing that. I know there's four patients in a row here. Yeah. Non-COVID. And this is supposed to be the COVID. Yeah. Because seventh floor, they shut it down. That's right. I'm, it, I'm confused. And then they're going to have non-COVID there. Yeah. This is going to be the only COVID, so they shouldn't put any non-COVIDs here. Well, that's what they've been doing. They're banking on the fact that they'll get it because they're already immunocompromised. So they're just, they're and they'll put them in the same room. So there's double rooms. So you have a COVID with a non-COVID. They don't even care. We have enough rooms where they can be separated now because it's not as busy as it was, you know, four weeks ago. Um, but they don't care. They're just putting them together. I have that right now happening. And like the guy over in yeah and they're they end up positive like the guy over in 29 i had him upstairs because i was on ccu before it yeah and he came in with a with a stroke i know that's what 26 one was a stroke and Nothing no covid and now he's got covid and he's on event well, because we gave it to him here she I don't know how this ended up being COVID central. Uh, I know, but she she literally came in with a broom and then she left like five minutes later. My patient had died of COVID and she didn't mop the floor. She was cleaning, getting prepared for my next patient and she didn't mop the what? floor. I was like, that is the That's least. That's the standard. Not the, yeah. I, I didn't think I had to tell her that. People don't know how to properly wear their PPE. Okay, and I talked about this before on other videos. I played this stuff for you. So you see there. So that was all the way across in New York, and Channel 10's out here in California. So California's getting paid for it. New York's getting paid for it. 
at least at that hospital, it's proven that they were padding the numbers. The doctor said 90% of the people who come in this hospital aren't getting out of here. Let's play that for you. Or oxygen, just to keep the stats up. I mean, that's what happens to people. In your home state where you were treating people, what would the protocol be? Um, I mean, it, it varied upon each individual, mm. you know, um, but we, we definitely would never go immediately to, you know, you're going to need a vent. Um, you didn't feel pressure to diagnose people, people that there wasn't a pressure to diagnose people COVID? Not at all. No. It, we're not a public hospital too. That makes a huge difference. I, I, what I'm seeing is it's the public hospitals. And this is like in other states too. If you look at all the hospitals, most of them are public that are needing money. But our hospital would just treat them based on the individuals, you know, and they were using the hydroxychloroquine and the zinc and, you know, that protocol for sure. At your hospital? Oh, yeah. And that seemed to work? Yeah. We didn't have anybody that died. I think there was one patient that was admitted and went home like the day, day later. And we're in a, I'm in a, you know, a pretty big city, so. And were these people with who were elderly with comorbidities who were having good outcomes? Um, yeah, actually one guy came, the, the one guy that was admitted came from a nursing home and he was obese, like severely obese. And he, and he, and he yeah, left, he's fine. he left after a day? Um, I think, well, I think it was like a night, maybe, maybe two nights max, but. And, and what, do you remember what he was treated with? Um, I didn't have him on the floor, but. Um, I can't, I can imagine he was treated with the protocol that we would prescribe the patients before they left the emergency room. Which was? Which, the hydroxychloroquine zinc. Why do you think that's been demonized so much? Um, cause it's working and then people wouldn't need vents. <laughs> I don't know. Only on two tonight, a Houston hospital's having success treating the coronavirus patients. In fact, its recovery rate is perfect. Fascinating, isn't it? To treat patients here, Dr. Veron is using an experimental drug protocol. It's a cocktail of vitamins, steroids, and blood thinners. Each patient also is getting hydroxychloroquine, the malaria drug touted by President Trump. The protocol is controversial because there hasn't been time for extensive testing, but Dr. Veron says it works. We've treated over 40 plus patients with this uh, treatment and we haven't had a single complication. So far, he says, none of his patients have died. This is time of war, but it's no time to double blind anything. This is, uh, this is working. And if it's working, I'm gonna keep on doing it. What we're finding clinically with our patients is that it really only works in conjunction with zinc. So the hydroxychloroquine opens the zinc channel, zinc goes into the cell, it then blocks the replication of the, of the cellular machinery. You're prescribing it and it is working for COVID-19 patients. Every patient I've prescribed it to has been very, very ill and within eight to 12 hours, they were basically symptom free. And so wow. clinically, I am seeing a resolution that mirrors what we saw in the French study and some of the other studies worldwide. Um, but what I am seeing is that people are taking it alone by itself it's not having efficacy okay what can you tell us about any confirmed COVID cases that you've seen what i mean in both in your home state and here in new york what 
what what what have you noticed about them and what 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 are their stats look like um okay so the real the real confirmed covids that come in like you immediately know that they're covid because they cannot like they can't breathe they literally can't breathe so they do need that non-rebreather mask or their stats will like quickly drop to, you know, 60s, 70s. You want to be at around, you know, 90 to 100. So they can't talk even. Mm -hmm. well, they, Some of them can talk. A lot of this is anxiety. But the problem with this is they're be, they were being told, the public has been told to self-quarantine, right? Mm. Stay home. That's a problem because these people could be getting early, early treatment. This clinical trial is emerging that appears to show that it decreases severity early in the game, before you end up hospitalized, before you end up on a ventilator. And they're not because they're told to stay home. So now they're getting really, really sick and they come in on an emergency status. They waited too long. If they didn't wait too long, they're easily treatable. And, and easily treatable, you feel, with some of these treatments yeah, like 100%. zinc and hydroxychloroquine yeah. and you know so any it's, yeah it's working i mean it's been it's been proven to work there's a doctor i think in texas that's you know using that protocol and a shot in the butt you know of uh antibiotic shot i don't know exactly which one she was using and she's successfully treating and um she was saying that the the pharmacist now is calling her every time that she prescribes you know the the hydroxychloroquine and asking what the diagnosis was of the patients in order to give it to them. I'm like, that's a doctor-patient relationship. So the, he, the pharmacist, I guess, was told to do this. And, you know, in New York, the, the governor said, you know, pretty much put a ban on it. So why? Why? What made him, you know, a medical professional now to make these decisions and intrude on the doctor-patient relationship? Cause you're I think I know. Mm. You know, I've seen it. it it's they, they want a vent. He wants to be right. They requested all these vents. They want to use them. As part of the same executive order that granted hospitals near-blanket immunity from malpractice litigation during the epidemic, Governor Cuomo singled out hydroxychloroquine as the one drug that could not be used as an off-label therapy for COVID-19 except as a part of approved studies. The order was issued ostensibly to prevent hoarding so that those who take this decades-old inexpensive treatment with a long safety record for approved conditions like lupus would have access to it. He later amended the order to allow hydroxychloroquine's use in later stage patients in hospitals, but not in early outpatient treatment. Both hydroxychloroquine and chloroquine had shown efficacy in the prior SARS coronavirus epidemic, and studies in France and other countries had already shown its effectiveness for COVID-19. But instead of making research and production of a promising therapy a priority so that there wouldn't be shortages, vents became the near-exclusive focus, along with the search for a vaccine. This has been true even of President Trump, who despite his public cheering for hydroxychloroquine has not made it the focus of warp speed funding and testing. A number of U.S. studies have shown the promise of hydroxychloroquine-based therapies, most recently a Yale University study focused on early treatment. 
and in what may be the most scandalous retraction in recent memory, a Lancet paper that purported to show hydroxychloroquine alone or with other therapies was in fact dangerous, has been shown to be based on fraudulent data. Aaron's home hospital system confirmed in a phone conversation with perspectives on the pandemic that they have used a protocol involving hydroxychloroquine and zinc to great effect. Because in your view, this should be an individually decided doctor-patient choice. Everything should be that. I mean, there is no reason that any government should get in between a doctor-patient relationship. That's none of their business. You know, it, the, if anything is HIPAA-protected, it should be that. I, I mean, when you think about it, it's sickening. It's the same reason they won't use, like, other treatments that are being that are successful around the world. and. I had a conversation with the doctor about this. Are you guys doing like different sorts of like treatments? Because I know like nothing works. They have yeah, but I mean there's you know they're coming out with different things I that know. are in the testing. It's phase. the same thing they came with a plaquenil that killed more people than actually saved. Uh -huh. So that's one. And he said that they don't work anyway. And I told him, well, obviously what you guys have going on here isn't working. So what's the harm in trying? I don't expect any of these people to survive. 90% um, of them would die. I mean, it's just maintaining. So I figured if it's assumed they're gonna die anyway, yeah. just try Why not throw a few. Well, it's, you know, yeah. I, I don't know. That's that's always an issue in medicine, whether you should just throw things, whether they're dying anyway or not. I. But if you could find a cure. Well, yeah, I mean, there's like no cure, so there's no antiviral therapy. The only way to do it is a cure, but I, there's or no treatment, I should say. Re yeah. Rephrase, you treatment. Could, you could <laughs> treat it, but, but, you know, it's, you have to have some scientific basis for whether these things are working or not. It's just throwing everything at them. You could make them worse. Uh-huh. So, huh. Worse you than know, death? Huh? Worse than death? Well, we said 90%, maybe the 10%, maybe, <laughs> maybe <laughs> they're true, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, hmm. but, I mean, if there's no basis for it working, I mean, you wouldn't just try things just because, I mean. I would. Oh, I might, if it could yeah. save my life. <laughs> yeah, hell but yeah. So, with these actual COVID patients, they they present by not really being able to breathe. Maybe they've, um, as you say, they've probably waited too long. They're not able to breathe, and some of that's anxiety. And and what else? So, what else do they? What how how else do they present? Um. So their lungs. If you look at their X-rays you can immediately see that these patients are affected by COVID because they're white. Their lungs are white. And the secretions are really, really thick, mucousy, and white. And that's what the, the photo or the x-ray of these lungs look like. And what, so what does a white lung look mean? What is that, is that just, is that mucus? Yeah, in the lung? it's coated. It's almost like their lungs are coated. So, so that makes it hard to obviously transfer yeah. oxygen into the bloodstream. And yeah. so, okay, so they've got very mucousy lungs and how, how do you deal with that? Is that what hydroxychloroquine and zinc do? Or? I mean, those treatments are for beginning stages. Mm. Like once you get to the stage where your lungs are looking like that and you're having a lot of trouble breathing, mm. there are proven treatments 
that have passed the three trials in Asia through Dr. Chang, he's a US board certified physician, um, is this like extremely high dose IV vitamin C. He's successfully treating people with that. And what that's doing is it's giving your body, essentially your lungs, like the power, the mm. antioxidant power to kick it out mm. while you can be getting IV antibiotics to be treating this and getting rid of it. But they don't want to have anything to do with it here. What they want to do is just throw them on a vent and sedate them. Yeah. Have you done the high dose IV vitamin C that's successful oh, in Asia? Well, that Dr. Chang, he was the one that it went through the the that high dose. I'm talking super high dose IV vitamin C. That's super antioxidants. Helps your body fight that. Yeah. Um, it passed three three trials. And it's being effective. It's just weird how like everybody yeah, just like no, no, shuts it down immediately. Because it's the vitamin D, vitamin C story has been around for a very long time. Oh, but that's weird because I take it daily and yeah. I'm not, I haven't been may, sick. It's just a good gene if you're not getting sick. I don't think it's from vitamin C. It may just a good okay, so at least that place was. But their numbers are consistent with all the other numbers as well, guys. Except for when that started coming out, then all of a sudden you, you started asking questions. And I showed you that on my other video when we asked how many people in the hospital are COVID-19 patients. Even Gavin Newsom had to, had to admit that they were at 50% and going down. But the number keeps going up, and that's because we're still testing. We've tested 65 million people. We're getting to the point where we're going to have more people tested than the whole planet combined. Okay. And that just stands to reason if this thing is, was running rampant in this country and it started in, in October, not in January, or February, or March. And they have the numbers. I played that on one of my videos. That shows that, that 90,000 people had some virus that didn't act like any virus that we've known, and that was in October and November, or in November and December. Okay? So those were just the ones who went in. I'm sick, and I went in. I wasn't. But I know people who were at that time. I have family members who were gravely ill and just dying. My God, I'm in pain and I'm puking and I'm, oh, this is worse than anything I've ever had. I have a niece that went through that and her wife and her son. Okay, so people, my brother, I think, may have even gotten it. I didn't because I was hiding with my mom because I always do that. She has congenital heart disease and COPD, congenital heart disease and COPD. So she's a high risk, and she's 76. High risk. So when the flus come, I've been pretty much keeping her indoors and just me run out by myself, and I make sure that I act like all of you guys are acting now. I just didn't wear a mask, but I thought about it. Now they're making you wear a mask for nothing because now they're saying, well, you can still get it through your eyes because that's what they're listing. Everyone in the, in the store, and you saw that the girl said listed through droplets in the eyes. Like she said that. Okay, so that's what they're doing to say that everybody's getting it. So even if you're wearing a freaking uh, mask walking around, you can still get it. Although it is seeming to be working better with most people, you know, being aware and socially distancing. Okay, but it's also still not as deadly. It's only killing at less than three-tenths of a percent, and, and it only kills 3% three, 3% of those people with pre-existing illnesses. That's less than the 10% of the regular flu bugs that kill that same group of people. 
every year, but they stop counting those because they call it not flu season, even though it does still occur, just like the coronavirus is now. But the numbers get so low that they're acceptable not even to talk about, which is where the coronavirus is now. But they're still inflating that number, so about half of the numbers that are at their saying or being reported is probably a bullshit number, given the fact that if you've had a flu shot in the last two years, you're going to test positive for coronavirus because that flu shot has coronavirus properties in it. Do you understand? Because there are two other coronaviruses out there, H1N1 and H3N2. You're getting vaccinated with those, the flu shot. So if you've had a flu shot, you're going to test positive for coronavirus. So all the people in the United States that are being tested that have gotten the flu shot are positive, and they've never had this corona-19, coronavirus, the, the uh, uh, yeah, the COVID-19. And then you have the ones that they're, that they're just listing because they want the money. But they're making sure they put a patient in there with them that has coronavirus, so they'll probably get it in case they die. And if they don't, then you just say that they got over it and let them go. But there's a 99.9% chance that if you're in the same room with somebody and your immune system is compromised because you're intubated, that you're going to get it. That's why they're doing it. Let's be serious. If it looks like a duck and walks like a duck and smells like a duck and feels like a duck, then it's a freaking duck. If it looks like shit, smells like shit, tastes like shit, feels like shit, it's shit. So I'm not going to buy that, well, you don't really know why they would move all the people from the wing protected and alienated from the rest of the hospital and make sure they dispersed them equally. One person who has the virus with three people who don't throughout the rest of the, of the hospital and shut down the wing where there was there's nobody now, which was supposed to be the COVID-19 wing. And a doctor say to you, look, 90% of the people that walk into this hospital aren't making it out alive. I'm sorry, what? That's not trying to infect people for cash. $27,000 for intubation, $56,000 or $50,000 for listed COVID-19, whether they're them or not. They die, it doesn't matter. Do you understand that? And, you know, well, they're not doing it to try and get money. That's right. And they're not downplaying hydroxychloroquine, which I just read you the chemical composition of what it does, a boosts your immune system in a way that helps your immune system fight off any virus for a vaccine that boosts your immune system so that you can fight off any virus. One that costs $4.65 or four fifty six, whatever, four sixty five per month that everybody, oh, 380 million people could have it for a month and we'd have no coronavirus because your body would fight it off. You'd have the antigens. I'm sorry, what, Leo? Or uh, $1.6 billion for 100,000 times 380 is what did we say? $128 billion? $1.28 trillion? Yeah, $1.28 trillion. Think about that. So they're not doing this for money, Leo. They want to help the world. And these are the facts. This is the science behind it. It's the facts. Nothing I've read to you is anything that I made up. Nothing I read to you is spreading uh, lies. I read to you what it says on Wikipedia that the ingredients do in hydroxychloroquine. Then I read to you what they are claiming the pharmaceutical company 
that they need to do to make this vaccine and what it will accomplish. These are their words. I'm not spreading anything. I'm not telling you hydroxychloroquine works because I don't know the math on whether it does. But theoretically, if what they're claiming they're trying to do at the pharmaceutical companies is in fact what is the cure for hydro for uh, COVID-19, then hydroxychloroquine does the exact same thing. I just read you the, com the composition. I didn't make any of this up. I'm not spreading false news. I'm reading you what the computer says on the Internet that these things do. What they are, what the chemicals are, and what those chemicals' properties do in the human body. So they're synthesizing a vaccine that they're going to give you a shot that boosts your immune system to keep your immune system uh, healthy to give it a chance to beat off of the these uh, and create the antigens to kill this virus while blocking the virus from being able to spread or attach itself to cells. Then I read you what hydroxychloroquine did. The same thing. It did the same thing. Some of the, the drug itself reacted with the viruses to keep the viruses from being able to attach to cells and to reproduce itself. And then the other stuff boosted your immune system so that your immune system could, could then create antigens to kill the virus. They just have a different name for it. And a bigger price. And who's making the money? That's right, the cabal. Pharmaceutical companies, big pharma, making all the money. So if you're interested in where the money's going, you know, all the federal government, everybody's saying Donald Trump just seized the Fed and took the money away from the cabal. Well, he's giving it right back to them because they're forcing him to by controlling the narrative and making him have to get a vaccine. So now he's just trying to get it and get it quick so that he can keep people out there so he can get reelected because they're also trying to lock everything down until next year because you heard they keep saying dragging their feet well we might be able to get it to you by may or june of next year they probably already sitting on it they probably already have it okay there you have it